The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Alexandra Phillips is here, and Alexandra Phillips is a British politician. She was elected as a Brexit party member of the European Parliament for the South East England constituency uh, a couple of months ago. We're so thrilled to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. So bring us up to speed. What's the latest with regards to Brexit? Well, what's fascinating, actually, is, yes, there's this that there's documents that have been submitted to court because, essentially, the, the opposition in the UK do not believe that Boris is going to obey the law because now the opposition to Brexit has pushed forward a bill saying that he must ask for an extension if no deal is reached. And they've been very concerned he wouldn't actually obey the law. So they've taken this to the Scottish court and the government have submitted their evidence saying we are going to obey the law. And yet, two hours later, Boris Johnson tweets in almost Trump style, that we're going to leave on the 31st of October with or without a deal. So wow. make of that what you will. Um, but we're, we're really in a very thorny situation now because a lot of the cards that Boris Johnson could play, uh, he's now restricted from using. We've had a Supreme Court ruling against him proroguing Parliament. I know it's an odd word, but basically closing down Parliament for five weeks. He, that's, that's abnormal in, in, in British political precedent. And the Supreme Court, for the first time in British history, waded into the political sphere and have said to Boris Johnson, no, the MPs have to come back. So we're actually finding this sort of more litigious atmosphere in UK politics. And those people who really want to see Brexit reverse are actually going to the extreme levels of threatening to take the Prime Minister to court. Um, So he's effectively, I think he's going to have to ask the EU for an extension, despite having said since he became Prime Minister that he would absolutely not do that. Do or die were, were his exact words. Um, But then he's mysteriously tweeting he's not going to do that. And word on the street, if you will, is that he's going to go to particular other member states um, in the European Union and implore that they veto at European Council level the EU granting that extension. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Alexandra Phillips is here. She's a British politician. She's visiting from across the pond, as they say. And we're talking about Brexit. You're very, you're from the Brexit party, uh, so you're very pro-Brexit. What do you say to folks who say this is going to wreak havoc on global, on the global economy if, uh, if, 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 uh, the UK goes through with this. It won't wreak havoc on the global economy. Um, in fact, what would wreak havoc on the British economy is remaining in the EU when Italian banks are skating on thin ice, when German manufacturing is in recession. And we've already seen from 2008, 2009, the EU's fiscal and economic policies aren't really 
particularly strong and, and, and they're not to be trusted. I mean, we had to use our own currency to bail out the euro. And I think it's very clear that the euro remains in trouble and that actually an independent UK is good for the UK. And it's actually good for America, too. Why? Because That's what I want to ask you about, because there's so much conversation here, Alexandra Phillips. She's a Brexit Party politician uh, here in the United States that Brexit, if it happens, would just be an absolute nightmare uh, not just for Wall Street and big business, but for small business as well. So why 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 are those people wrong? I mean, on some level, you were you were semi right about it being a nightmare for big business because the whole model of the EU protectionist um, I, I like to call it the corporate cartel of big banks and big big business. It's a one stop shop for thirty thousand lobbyists and the biggest companies and enterprises in the world to essentially sketch out trade policy and tariff and non tariff barriers to suit their businesses. So on that level, it's been a big nightmare for small and medium sized enterprises. And it's also been a big nightmare for global trade in terms of the EU's protectionist stance to, to defend their own manufacturing, sees and put quite punitive tariffs on the developing world. And actually, as a G5 economy, with a pivotal position in the Anglosphere, the UK is in a unique position, I, I really believe, to actually change the way that global trade has been happening, liberalise it, and create bespoke trade deals with members of the Commonwealth, with America, with Canada, um, all around the world, in fact. And this is something that the EU is terrified about, having a completely different trading model on its doorstep that would, in effect, undermine the EU's protectionist model and directly competes with them. And this is no big secret. You know, you often hear in the European Parliament from both the Brexit negotiators and from the MEPs, uh, people saying what we do not want to see is a Singapore on Thames, a UK with a very liberal trade model that, in, in, in essence, will give other member states the idea that they can also follow a similar route. What do you make of Speaker Pelosi and what she's been saying about Brexit? Do you know, th th this has kind of upset me, well, very much upset me, because she's turned around and said the US and the UK should only do a free trade deal if the UK respects all of the EU's conditions, which they say defends the, the Good Friday Agreement. Now, the Good Friday Agreement is the peace treaty between Northern Ireland and Ireland. And the chap who wrote that, the former First Minister, he actually won the Nobel Peace Prize for, um, for drafting that peace treaty between the two, has said repeatedly that the EU's demands for the UK's withdrawal actually is the biggest threat to the Good Friday Agreement. And leaving the EU and the UK pursuing independent trade policy doesn't risk it at all. And there's already an invisible border between the North and the South on the island of Ireland because they have different economies. Um, they have different currencies. They have different excise duties. And that is easily traversed with off-site smart borders, right. trusted trader schemes, so on and so forth. And adding customs and, and you know different customs to that actually shouldn't be an issue whatsoever. However, very. So the, the EU are very cynically playing this card, and I would even go as far as saying stoking up tensions quite willfully and cynically exploiting a, a sort of a, a healing scab to try and lock us in at a trade union with them. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.